Praise the Lord. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. This message is from the Glory Life City Church, where a man of God, the Apostle Francis, reveals the deep heart of God for the new creation in Christ. Glory Life City Church is a mandate from God to dispense the glory of heaven in the new creation in Christ, cultivating the apostolic heart of God in the intimate bond of fellowship, love, and power. Join in as the Apostle Francis takes us into the word of God. Today, by the grace of God, we are ending our glorious series on signs and tokens. Say signs and tokens. Hallelujah. And today I am doing the part five of signs and tokens. I have said it over here. That the connection between the heavens and the earth is on the platform of a divine covenant. So that on that divine covenant, the heaven has influence over the earth or the earth is able to respond to the heaven. It is on the platform of divine covenant where you find divinity and humanity coexisting as a unit. Is somebody here with me? Hallelujah. It is on the platform of divine covenant where you see the macro of heaven. How many of us heard that one? the macro the bigger realm of heaven the universal realm of heaven it is on the platform of divine covenant where the macro of heaven finds expression in the micro of the earth it is on the platform of divine covenant where the life of god in the macro of heaven finds expression in the health of your body in the micro of the earth however the covenant is only activated by the appropriate engagements of what we call tokens say tokens every covenant has tokens that releases its potential and power to the one that engages it are you here with me hallelujah so the tokens are the provisions of god to extend the effects of his covenants into your life to extend the effect of his covenant into your environment to make mobile or movable what is meant to be stationary hallelujah so that through the tokens you can carry 
the power and the potential of the covenant you have with God from this place to your house to your workplace to anywhere that the sole of your feet will tread upon are you here with me so the tokens of the covenant it's a provision or they are a provision of God to extend the covenant from one place to another from one generation to another hallelujah when God has a covenant with you he is not coming to reenact that covenant with your son or with the next generation what you do is that you pass on the token so as long as the token reaches the next generation and they are able to understand its application and in faith apply it the effect the power the potential the promises the rewards of that covenant begins to run from the previous generation and then begins to manifest in the current generation hallelujah the same works even in the dark world we have seen people receiving tokens from grandparents and automatically they became a part of a covenant they didn't even see hallelujah so tokens are provisions of a covenant to bring into full manifestation the power and the potentials in that covenant hallelujah and we are in a covenant with God being fulfilled by Christ Jesus on the cross are you here with me so we are in a covenant that is already complete in times of its fulfillment however its manifestation has been committed to men we call them stewards of the manifold grace of god or stewards of the mysteries of god one of such men was paul they are men who are mandated by god to bring understanding to unravel the mysteries that are hidden in certain tokens that god gave to his people so that through understanding when the people of god begin to engage these tokens they begin to manifest they walk in the reality of this covenant which has been fulfilled in christ so you see that it is one thing to know what God has done or what God has fulfilled in Christ it is another thing to transport and convert that macro into your micro life hallelujah I doubt there is there is nobody here or there is anybody here who does not believe that in Christ you have been made prosperous everybody believes such but in the micro of your life there are days you can acknowledge you have nothing how many of us agree with me or oh, i'm the only one hallelujah we all believe in the macro in the provisions of the covenant of god we are supposed to walk in divine health but in the micro of our daily life we move from one weakness to another from from one struggle in the flesh to another it is because we do not know and understand how 
to mediate the manifestation of the fulfillment of the covenant the mediation of this manifestation is what makes god brings into our sphere and into our understanding the tokens i hear what I mean and we have talked about first of all the token of the holy what the holy anointing oil we have also talked about the token of the holy communion i hear what I mean last week we talked about the token of the holy garments are you here and today i want to talk about the token of the holy sound hallelujah the token of the holy sound the token of the holy sound that is why today i brought with me here straight from israel hallelujah this is a ram's horn we call in hebrew the shofar hallelujah this of you have you seen this one have you seen it before you can hold some feel it Aha. hallelujah this is the ram's horn it is called in hebrew the shofar and the shofar is basically a musical instrument which is made from the horn of an animal but predominantly the shofar was always made from the horn of a ram hallelujah and it was something that god gave to the people of israel for several reasons it had implications in their national discourse and religious uh, um, activities it had implications and over a period of time we see how god prophetically is working in the body and is working on the face of the earth and we see certain things that god is reactivating in order to bring certain manifestations into the realm of human living hallelujah the shofar was used by the people of israel or the horn it was used by the people of israel basically as a form of a trumpet to produce a particular kind of sound normally they will use it during the 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 um the yom kippur which was the day of atonement or sometimes on the rosh hashanah the rosh hashanah is the hebrew new year so that was how they they ushered in the new year by the blowing of the horn of the ram which is called the shofar say the shofar that is the hebrew name for the horn of the ram the shofar so when we call the shofar we are talking about the horn of a ram which is used to produce a sound so they will they will blast the trumpet most of the time you read it in scripture blow you the trumpet in zion blow the trumpet blow the trumpet they were talking about the shofar so when they blast the trumpet on the rosh hashanah it was it, 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 is, it, it is the first day of tishrei those of us who were here during 31st night i taught you these things how many of us remember and i taught you its implications if you have followed it throughout this year you realize that a lot of things are just happening based on the timing hallelujah 
you, you don't need to be deeply prophetic to understand how times work amen hallelujah hallelujah yeah so when they blew the shofar it ushered in the new year they also blew the shofar during um, 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 what we call the jubilee which was the 50th year the jubilee was the time where there was total restoration so if you have gone to buy a land on the 50th year you have to give it back to whom you bought it on the 50th year during the jubilee they would um, servants or slaves would be released there was total restoration in the entire land of israel if somebody owed you during the jubilee if you do not take it before the 49th year 49th day of the 40, uh, of the last month you are you have missed that money hallelujah so anytime they blow the trumpet there were many times they would blow the trumpet sometimes in battle they would blow the trumpet and the the people of israel understood certain things surrounding the shofar which they knew was peculiar to them and not to any other person because they understood that they were a chosen nation that were in a covenant with god and there were certain things that god gave to them which he did not give to other nations there were certain things that god gave to the people of israel which was peculiar to them and anytime people got to see those things they would easily identify the people to be israelites because these were people who were chosen by god and covenanted with god to walk in a particular way to express certain things that were made available by god to them hallelujah so one of the things the shofar is meant to produce a particular kind of sound and in this dimension of the earth in the dimension of creation there is no operation on this earth without sound both in the realm of the physical and in the realm of the spiritual things are known by the sound or the vibrations they produce hallelujah are you here with me things are known by the sound they produce every activity on the face of the earth and in the realm of creation is preceded with a sound in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth and the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep say and the spirit Bible said, and the spirit hoovered the word hoover means to vibrate means to create a sound so before god will come into the scene sound came first praise god Anytime people will hear the voice of God, they, they looked out for a sound. Anytime people will know what to do, they wanted to interpret the sound they hear. Hallelujah. Even in science, if you go deep down to the subatomic level of every physical entity, 
you hear a vibration, you hear a distinct sound in the very elemental nature of that particular entity. And because this is a universe of sound, everything revolves around sound. God knows that there are certain things he is going to do in the lives of the people. It is going to go beyond because you see, you, you engage the holy anointing oil when there is contact. But there are times there will be no contact. Kato Shabranda. Are you getting what I'm talking about? There are times there will be no contact. There is a holy communion. Then there is the holy garment. All of these things engages contact. But you and I know that we have not been called just to rule in the realms of rich. We have been called to even reach out to the ends of the earth. Places our physical body will never appear. Yet we can have dominion and we can have control. So God, knowing that everything revolves around sounds, makes a provision of a token in the covenant. The holy sound. Hallelujah. The holy sound. So now when somebody is sick around you, because you can contact the person, you will pour the oil upon the person. Sometimes the person is not with you. Hallelujah. And it is the same concept. When you are praying, supposedly for things that are outside of your reach, what are you doing? You are releasing sound. You know, we, we all believe that prayer beats geographic limitation. Declaration beats geographic limitation. But sometimes, I will teach you, sometimes there is a sound that you might not know you should release. Praise God. Last year in Convergence, when I was talking about the powers of the age to come, I got to a place and I was talking about sound. In the realm of the spirit, those who are architects of the operations of this earth, they understand what sound to release per time. That is what we call praying amiss. It is not about the vocabulary of your prayer or the content of your prayer. It is about the sound you are releasing in the spirit. Hallelujah. It's about sound. People will pray and in the presence of God it will be a strange sound. People will sacrifice in the presence of God it will be a strange fire. It's not about the content. It is about the principal ingredient that is being produced. The principal product. So praying amiss does not have to do with the context of your prayer or the vocabulary. Because God acknowledges that we know not what to pray for. But the Spirit maketh groanings for us. With, maketh intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. So God knows that we are not always on point with our knowledge of his will. God knows. That is why he gives us the provision of speaking in tongues, praying in the spirit. The real issue of praying amiss is not content or vocabulary. The real issue of praying amiss is the sound you produce when you pray. Because if the trumpet gives an uncertain sound because when you pray you are setting things in motion but when the sound is uncertain 
there is there is uncertainty amongst the angels and the heavenly beings and those that god has assigned to your destiny there is uncertainty they don't know whether to go or to come whether to run or to walk they don't know whether to release fire or to release water <laughs> say sound so in the that's why I, no, yesterday and last week i was telling you that all of the tokens in their applications are actually consummation of what we should be doing daily hallelujah so the talking of the holy sound is the consummation of our daily speech are you here with me it's a consummation of our daily speech because the bible says that uh, uh, um, how forceful are right words a word fitly spoken so there are certain kinds of sounds that we release by day and they have their effects on our lives so whilst whilst i teach about the talking in your daily application you are taking charge of your speech by day are you getting me obviously you will not be sounding the sofa every morning afternoon evening your landlord will come and evict you say you are making noise but the revelation of what is in the sofa is meant to coordinate your daily speech and then the time you you blast or sound the shofar it is a consummation of what you have been pushing daily see i hear you yeah this one is archbishop hallelujah it is a consummation of what you do daily so the shofar is is, is a provision of god to coordinate the needed sound that should precede his operation in our lives it is to produce the appropriate sound that should precede the workings of god in our lives it is to it is to release the kind of sound that god wants the devil to hear that god wants your environment to hear you remember the bible said that even the mountains they hear the voice of god so in between your voice and the voice of god there is a provision that brings unity between these two ranks it is the holy sound so that through this holy sound the mountains can hear you every elements of nature can hear you because in every nature is the ability to absorb sound ability to do what absorb sound absorb it hallelujah let's talk about the prophetic implications the prophetic symbolism of the shofar said no the, the shofar could be made of horns from different animals but it was predominantly made from the horn of a ram and shofar is from the hebrew root word meaning beauty or beautify and the hebrew meaning of the word shofar 
actually means a sense of incision to cut through to burn through to cut through to burn through it is a curved horn like you can see a curved horn and i'll show you the implications of the curve the curvature but the shofar basically means an incision a cutting it carries the idea of cutting through something to assess another thing or cutting through something to reveal something which is hidden are you here with me and because it comes from the root word which also means beautify the the idea of the shofar in the hebrew culture carries with it the intention of cutting through something to reveal its hidden beauty hallelujah a cutting through to reveal a hidden beauty a cutting through into the heart of a matter to reveal the intended that intended beauty of that matter so when the shofar was blasted the idea was the sound that will cut through certain limitations certain blocks a sound that will cut through to the very center of an issue and reveal the beauty that is hidden or the beauty that is intended say the shofar so anytime you hear the shofar the idea that comes into your mind is a cutting into the heart of something in order to reveal the hidden beauty praise the lord hallelujah. hallelujah there is an intended hidden beauty which reflects the mind of god for everything and anything and the use of the shofar in such instances is to bring that ability to bear to cut into the heart of the matter say the heart of the matter yeah so anytime you have to deal with hidden issues what comes to your mind is the shofar when you have to deal with things that 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 buckles your mind things that transcends your reach of facts and records and knowledge you are dealing with hidden things but in those hidden things there is the beauty of the will of god to be revealed you remember the shofar so i am teaching you the appropriate application of the tokens when to apply what principally the appropriate application is based on the leading of the spirit but the leadings of the spirit through history reveals a pattern are you okay? yeah one man of god says something facts can be changed records can lie but patterns don't lie patterns don't what don't lie and that's one of the ways i deal with people i will watch you for as long as 
I have not yet established the pattern. When I establish a pattern, you can't, you can't get out of the hook. I hold you by the pattern I have established. Hallelujah. Yeah. And in the pattern of God's dealings, anytime you have to deal with hidden things, mysterious things, things that, you know, go beyond your understanding, dealing with issues, you just cannot seem to find the head and the tail. You can't seem to find where it begins and where it will end. But you have a conviction that there is a hidden beauty in this thing. You begin to think of the talking of the shofar. You begin to think of the kind of sound to release. Because that sound, the Bible said, the voice of the Lord is upon many waters. It does not matter the waters of confusion you are facing. There is a voice that is able to catch through the confusion. There is a voice that is able to catch through the rocks. There is a voice that is able to make way. It is a cutting, a bending, a cutting into the heart of the matter. It is a voice. There are places light cannot enter. Sometimes you show light, it will only go, you know, you read the rectilinear propagation of light. How many of us have read that one? That, that means that light travels in a straight line. So the light will go and just hit a wall until there is a refractive medium, a reflective medium to throw the light in another way like we see in a periscope. How many of us have seen periscope before? At least in a joint. Hallelujah. Until there is something to reflect the light in a different direction, it will only hit the wall. But when you release a sound, it is able to travel. It will hit the wall and then bounce through another direction until it reaches the very end, the very heart of the matter. Hallelujah. So sometimes you are here. You can release a sound and somebody somewhere you don't even see will hear. So the sound comes in when you are dealing with things beyond your grasp. Dealing with hidden tissues. Something is going on in your work. You are trying to wrap your mind around it. You just cannot see the head and the tail. You are praying. You are doing everything. My brother, release a sound. Wherever the cause is hidden, it cannot escape the sound. It may escape the oil because the oil needs contact. You may be contacting different things and the wrong things. You may be anointing the wrong things. <laughs> Hallelujah. The holy communion, the holy meal, it is for your own intake. The holy garment is for your own usage. But then when you have to deal with things that go beyond your reach. Hallelujah. Deal with things that go beyond the horizon of your sight. You are releasing a sound. Shout the shofar. Oh, shout it like you mean it. Hallelujah. So we see the shofar revealing beauty because it has the ability to cut through to a matter. And of all the animals, they prefer, they used to do in the Hebrew culture, they used sometimes they would do shofar from an antelope's horn. But they never liked the shofar from a cattle horn. Because that reminds them of the golden calf which they erected and God punished them. So they forbid shofar which is made from the cow. Hallelujah. 
But the original shofar used in the coronation of kings, in the sounding of alarm for battle and all of that, was always made from the horn of a ram. And the ram is an animal that symbolizes strength. That symbolizes what? Symbolizes strength. It symbolizes strength and the ability to withstand pressure. So we are talking about a token given by God which has the ability to withstand any kind of pressure. It has the ability to withstand any kind of opposition. Are you here with me? It has the ability to withstand any kind of opposition. It has a prophetic significance of a sound that has the ability to drown every other sound being produced from any other source. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Sometimes in the dealings of men, everybody is speaking and everybody is releasing a sound. There are some they acknowledge that their sound is not powerful enough. So they engage deities to speak on their behalf. You see people going to market to sell. They go and see other people. Because in the marketplace, it's about whose sound is loudest. How many of us have gone to typical circle or Kaneshi uh, market? Typical one. Everybody is calling you. Sometimes you can even get confused. Central Accra. They'll be calling you. Oh, my brother. This, this trouser. Your size. Your size. Another one will come. This one is khaki. <laughs> Everybody is calling you. It's about sound. It's about what sound attracts you. It's about what sound connects to you. And not everybody is speaking those things with his own voice. Hallelujah. There are some of them, they have employed the sound of certain authors. So when they call you my brother, they don't call you my brother. They are commanding you. How many of us have bought things under this duress and pressure and we we came home only to realize we don't need the thing we bite it like we don't need it hallelujah you want to examine the thing he keeps talking oh yeah, this one is good this only to come home to realize that it is not what you wanted to buy everybody engages a kind of sound but the ram because of its nature the horn produces a kind of sound which spiritually drowns every other sound in competition. So when certain authors are speaking, you begin to release the sound of the shofar. You begin to release the sound of the altar you belong to. Because of the shofar, the sound you produce becomes louder than the sound of every altar that is speaking. You are in a workplace, everybody is mentioning your name. Some are mentioning your name for, 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 for wrong reasons. Others are mentioning your name as though they are praising you. They are bringing you down. But when you also release the sound of the shofar, it is a sound loud enough to drown and to subvert every other sound that is no pressure. Say the shofar. Hallelujah. The sound of the shofar is a prophetic a provision of God to silence the voice of the accuser and to drown the sound of your enemy. In the battlefield of life, when your enemy is shouting more than you, he will overcome you. 
That is why you cannot be, you know, in the daily application of the holy sound. You can't be in the presence of God and be quiet. Do you know who is speaking against you? Do you know who is praying against you? There were people who fasted and prayed that Paul would die. Hallelujah. Instead of crying over the fact that people are talking evil against you, you don't, in your eyes you think they are just they, they, they are just uh, gossiping about you or criticizing you. No. In the realm of the spirits, they are releasing sounds that keep accusing you. Why is that sometimes somebody promises you, I am going to do this good thing for you. Before you realize, he just changes his mind. There is a sound that has been speaking your name and been speaking things. You can't afford to be quiet. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You can't afford to be quiet. We are singing. You must be singing. When your voice is shut, you give room for the enemy to speak against you. Hallelujah. The high priest Joshua in Zechariah chapter 3. In the very presence of God, the devil stood at his right hand, speaking, accusing him, speaking. This is a high priest. He was his voice was shut. He couldn't talk. He couldn't talk. He took the angel of the Lord to show up and rebuke the devil. And the devil left. Rebuked the devil. A lot of us, things are not changing. Nothing is going on. Because we are too quiet. Say the sound. Say it again. The holy sound. We are too quiet. You are praying. Even the person standing by you cannot hear you. (laughs) Hallelujah. Even the person standing by you cannot hear you. You yourself, you can't even hear yourself. Hallelujah. If you understand how things work in the spirit, you will not wait till one day when we blow the shofar. You will walk in the consistent, conscious application of the daily provisions of God. The daily application of our speech. When we declare, you must you must joyfully shout in response. Do you know who is declaring against you? How, how many of you have seen two people quarreling? And you see when they are cursing each other. You. You will not prosper. You will not. And somebody is telling you, you, you will not prosper. You just smile and go. No. You don't smile and go. It is sound against sound. He says you will not prosper. You also shout on top of your voice. I will prosper and feed your generations. Hallelujah. It is a battle of sound. You know how many people are speaking? People are gathering somewhere without your knowledge. They mention your name, Joe. That guy, I don't know if you will ever make it in this life. You know what they are saying? And you are here, I am declaring, you will make it in this life. Amen. You don't know what you are about. You don't know what you are about. Sometimes the things we declare, it is to negate certain things that somebody is declaring without your hearing. And the advantage you have is that you are hearing what I am declaring. So the best you can do is to agree with sound. You know the things people speak against you in your, in your absence. 
They mention your name. Debbie. That girl is too no. She thinks she knows everything. We are all in this company. She will not go anywhere. It's a sound. It's a record in the spirit. It's a record in the spirit. So we are here declaring. And yet by this time, you are seeing elevation in your workplace. Amen. Amen. You don't know how passionate somebody is about speaking your downfall. Hallelujah. <laughs> Say the holy sound. I wanted to speak this message. The law of response in 2014, I got. How many of us remember I mentioned it? And I stopped. But today I'm giving you a, a gist. Hallelujah. Yeah. The law of response. There is always a sound about you. Either for you or against you. And in the sound of the shofar, it has the ability to drown every other sound. The idea of the shofar, okay, coming from the horn of the ram, Hebraically is believed to come by the history or the record of Abraham who went to the Mount of Moriah to sacrifice his son Isaac. And in replacement, God produced a ram whose horn were locked in the tickets or they were locked amongst the branches of a tree. So that is how come the Hebrew people believe that the horn of a ram is specific and prophetically significant to being the shofar they will use in their dealings. And that brings to us an import of a revelation that when, you know, it is like Abraham is going to sacrifice Isaac and here is God producing an alternative which carries the kind of sound, the kind of quality, praise God, that speaks better. You know that our, our sacrifice is peace. Remember the sacrifice of Abel and Cain. Amen. The release of that blood carried a voice. And the Bible said that Jesus, the consummation of the ram which was brought to replace Isaac, his voice, his blood is able to speak better things better things in hebrews 12 it speaks better things it speaks better things so the prophetic symbol of the ram's horn it is to enforce the speaking of the blood it is to enforce the speaking of the blood hallelujah so when we raise the shofar and we blow it we are not just releasing any kind of sound we are enforcing the speaking of the blood. We are enforcing the speaking of the blood. In your case, in your affairs, in your dealings, you are enforcing the speaking of the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. The shofar releases what prophetically is a representation of the voice of the blood of Jesus. 
Bible said that that blood speaks better things than the blood of Abel. The blood of Abel speaks for vengeance. The blood of Jesus speaks for restoration. It speaks better things. Hallelujah. There is a blood that speaks better things for you. So that, that means that, you know, when the Bible says the blood of Jesus speaks better things, there are no stated better things. It means that whatever can be spoken by any voice, the blood will speak better. Hallelujah. That is why God, the Bible says in Hebrew, um, Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20, that he is able to do exceeding abundantly above what we can ask or think according to his power that works in us. So if you ask for a car, there is a blood that speaks better things. If you ask for marriage, there is a blood that speaks better things. Hallelujah. When your enemy is declaring your downfall, there is a blood that speaks better things. So the better things is comparative is it is comparative to what is being spoken. Hallelujah. So when you hear people say things, oh, this guy, you will not amount to anything. Quickly go back to the shofar. It activates the voice that speaks better things. So whatever they are saying, there is a better version. Say a better version. David, there is a better version of what anybody can say about you. There is a better version. Bishop. There is a better version. This, oh, this guy. He's, he's good. He's good. Let's see what will come out of him. There is a better version. Because there is a blood that speaks better things. This, oh, this lady. Let's see. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure she will get a promotion. There is a better thing that can be spoken. And the blood of Jesus has that voice. Which prophetically is activated in the sounding of the shofar. Hallelujah. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Amen. My God. There is also another thing about the sound of the shofar. I want to finish this one. So today we will close a bit late. I hope you agree. Yeah. This one is a, an MP3 message. An MP3 is always nice to listen to. <laughs> Praise the Lord. There was also another thing about the shofar. The sound of the shofar. In the Hebrew culture, they believe that hmm, the sound of the shofar is, is, of an, is, is of a mystical origin. Connecting to the sound of the voice of God which was walking in the garden. Amen. In Genesis chapter 3 verse 8. And they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. They heard what? Oh, say it again. They heard what? They heard the voice of the Lord. God walking in the garden in the cool of the day and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden 
they heard a voice walking but what did they hide from the presence are you with me the sound of the shofar is likened mystically to the walking voice so that means that the sound that comes from the shofar has a personality it is invisible yet it has a personality it has a tangible personality which produces tangible manifestations so and and how can how can a voice or a, a, a sound that i am releasing bring a land dispute to settlement that sound carries a personality like the sound that walked in the garden it carries a personality how many of us have heard in certain prophetic ministrations that hey and um, and um, some years back and somebody said this and since then there is a spirit following you every voice has a personality when they heard the steps of the voice they did not hide from the voice because that one they heard it but in actuality they hid from the presence because they understood that the voice carried personality when you release the sound of the shofar you are releasing a sound that carries personality so based on the kind of sound there is a kind of personality you release sometimes when the voice of the shofar is a voice of warfare you are releasing angels of war into battle sometimes when the sound of the shofar is a sound of 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 legalities and courtroom issues you are releasing a personality of justice to show up in your case and to enforce the justice of heaven apostle francis will be right back we hope you enjoyed this message we would love to have you fellowship with us you can locate us at the shalom motors junction Lashibi of the Ashaiman Nungwa Highway for a Sunday Glory Celebration Service at 8 a.m. Welcome back to the message. See, personality. So the sound of the shofar carries a personality. Amen. Hallelujah. When we release the sound of the shofar, as a sound to call people to repentance we release personalities that carry mercy we release personalities that are not judging but personalities that are there to convict every sound that comes from the shofar carries a distinct personality a distinct what personality praise the lord a distinct personality and finally about the sound of the shofar the sound of the shofar is also an expression of the sound of the soul the sound of the word soul now let me uh, those of us who have not been coming for fitness in the word advise yourself tell somebody if you are sitting by somebody tell you you are a suspect yeah those who have not been coming bishop <laughs> You see, in in we the last time we ended on the three parts of man and the various parts of those three parts. Then also, 
and then i mentioned about the part of the soul and those ones also have three different parts right will emotion and what and what intellect now here is the thing by extension the part of the there are two i left out because those two are higher dimensions when i am talking about awakening the god impulse but the soul actually has five parts the first two are in direct contact with our physicality the last two are in direct contact with divinity and then the third one is the place of the joining of the two ends do you get it now let me quickly just mention it then come for fitness in the world the first part of the soul in the hebrew discourse is what we call the ruach sorry it is called the nefesh the nefesh the nefesh is connected to our actions you know so you are happy the things you do to show that you are happy the nefesh it is the part of the soul so the nefesh is connected to physicality it, it is it is the most it, it is the part of the soul that is most connected to your body it is the part of the soul that gives us records of what is going on inside of you in your body so you are happy the way your body behaves you are sad the way your body behaves that is the nefesh then the second part is the ruach which is called wind ruach wind or spirit it is the second part of the soul it is the place of the dwelling of the spirit hallelujah the dwelling of the holy ghost the holy spirit are you here with me oh are you here with me don't forget your response hmm. praise god <laughs> hallelujah so the ruach is the place is the second aspect of the soul where transformation begins because that is where the holy spirit which we call the ruach hakadosh the holy spirit dwells there to have direct impact on your body then there is the third aspect which is the mid aspect the middle aspect it is called the neshama the neshama is the place of creation it is the place where the place in your soul where things are created from it is that aspect of the soul people are able to activate and they can cause things to happen physically by just imagining by focusing they are activating that aspect of their soul because that is the place of creation and that part of our soul is so pure raw anything that comes out of that aspect of our soul has not been messed up and tainted and because it is the place of creation that is the place of sound hallelujah that's the place of what sound then of course there is the third the fourth and the fifth that is the the the, the um the kaya and then 
the 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 Yehida. Those are the four fourth and then the fifth aspects. When we go there, I will talk about it in the what is man. But in the in the in the third aspect, the middle aspect, the place of creation, that is the place of sound. And the people of Israel believed that anytime they release the sound of the shofar it is actually an expression of the undiluted sound of the soul so that creation can happen praise god oh hallelujah, hallelujah. it is one thing to pray to god god i need a car and if god should reveal the content of that aspect of your soul which is making that request you realize that you need the car to show off you need the car because you are lazy you need the car because you need somebody to disprove and somebody to put to shame so that is a voice which has been tainted by certain aspects of our soul you see how the thing works that's why I said praying and message is not about content and vocabulary it's about the kind of sound the quality of the sound that is being produced you get it but when the sound is coming from the the what the neshama when it is coming from the world of creation it is an undiluted sound are you getting me it is a place where the bible says that everything you ask i am going towards do it but a prequel to that particular sound coming out of you jesus already established something i in you you in me it is the place of undiluted release of sound so when you are praying in the realm of the sound of the shofar whatever comes out of you is the direct reflection of what god wants to release in creation without any 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 trace any trace of of corruption without any trace of selfishness without any trace of the things the 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 fame of our soul so the sound of the shofar is the release the expression of the undiluted raw sound of your soul so that means that you now enter into the place of automatic answers to prayer because whatever sound that comes out of you through the shofar is pure undiluted hallelujah it goes straight there are certain prayers when we pray from from the realm of the ruach or the nefesh it has to be disputed amen so those people that will believe that god sometimes says wait it is because some of the things they are asking for god has to first of all deal with the corruption in their soul because the kind of prosperity you are asking for where it is coming from if that prosperity is given you are going down hallelujah you see somebody can can mistreat you and say something bad it will enter you say god prosper us god is not obliged to answer that prayer because 
the corruption that is mixed up with that sound if god should just answer and prosper you chances are that that person you will find a way to get even hallelujah you will find a way to pay back so god sometimes has to deal with purging your soul until a clear undiluted raw sound is produced from you is somebody getting something say the holy sound it is called holy sound for a reason because that sound is connected to the neshama of your soul to the place of creation of your soul undiluted raw and pure undiluted raw and pure is somebody blessed hallelujah now let's look at the prophetic significance of the shofar what the shofar means to the people of israel the shofar has several prophetic indications and significance that prevails in the life of the new creation i'm going to give you how many one Yes, six indications, six benefits, six things to activate in the sounding of the shofar. Hallelujah. Six benefits. Number one, the very first time the shofar was used in Exodus 19, verse 16 to the verse 19, it was used to call the people and draw them into repentance and atonement so the shofar is used to call people into repentance to call people into a reconciliation with god hallelujah so you are dealing with uh, uh, dealing with stubborn family members praying over your family praying over your children you know dealing with a city bringing them to repentance the prayer is not enough as you are praying there are prophetic things you can do one of such is to blow the horn of the shofar is to is to release the sound of the shofar is to supernaturally aligns people because anytime the sound of the shofar is released as i said there is a spiritual sound that is released which cuts into the core cuts into the heart of the targets cuts into the heart of people when we blow the shofar there is a time somebody will just be sitting somewhere all of a sudden the person feels like hey, i have to stop this thing i've been doing there is a sound that is piercing piercing into their heart it is working their way because the sound travels through every medium cannot be stopped hallelujah let's read the scripture exodus 19 he said and it came to pass on the third day in the morning that there were tenders and lightnings and, and a thick cloud upon the mount and the voice of the trumpet say the voice of the trumpet the voice of the trumpet exceeding loud 
so that all the people that was in the camp trembled mm. and moses brought forth the people out of the camp to meet with god and they stood at the nether part of the mountain and mount sinai was all together on a smoke because the lord descended upon it in fire and the smoke thereof ascended as the smoke of a furnace and the whole mount quaked greatly and when the voice of the trumpet sounded long when the voice of the trumpet sounded long there are four basic voices of the trumpets four ways to sound the shofar i will talk about it just in a brief moment and when it waxed louder and louder moses speak and god answered him by a voice hallelujah when the sound of the trumpet was given the people got it and the bible said as moses spoke god answered with a voice you read the scripture the bible said that the people came into repentance they were guarded again unto god hallelujah one of the things that god has given us to to gather the lost of this city is the sound of the shofar when we when we release the holy sound praise the lord it does not it goes beyond where our feet will reach it goes beyond how much how much convincing we can do with our voice when we blow the horn and we release the sound of the shofar we are bringing people into repentance we are reaping the lost of the city says ask of me and i will give thee the hidden for your inheritance and the utmost part of the earth for your possession one of the ways to ask for the hidden is the holy sound the voice the sound of the shofar hallelujah so dealing with the salvation of men dealing with reconciling men reconciling a geographic region to god you have the token in your hand praise god you have the token you go to your hometown they are worshiping idol doing all kinds of things you can't seem to convince them begin to speak in the spirit begin to stir up your spirit begin to call upon god and then lift up your voice and begin to sound the shofar walk away you'll be in your place and you'll start hearing the testimonies hey hey have you heard your uncle all of a sudden he says he won't worship the gods again your auntie all of a sudden he has started going to pentecost your brother all of a sudden he is not following you some pastor b you don't know whether the pastor is from god or not you need to laugh because you released a sound a sound that cannot be disputed when you go you are talking to your mother you know mommy you have to do this you say hey this is a god we have inherited from our grandparents they will give you all the reasons why but there is a sound they cannot debate there is a sound they cannot dispute there is a sound they cannot speak against the bible said the bible jesus said i am going to give you a tongue i am going to give you a kind of voice i am going to give you a sound your enemies will not be able to gainsay nor resist hallelujah the sound of the shofar, the holy sound, calls people to, uh, to, to, to redemption, brings them into repentance, total reconciliation. Hallelujah. What other benefit do we find in the shofar? Number two, the shofar was used to bring about the will of God 
by breaking the greatest of barriers. It brings about the will of God. The shofar was used to produce the will of God in the hardest of environments. You remember? The shofar, the sound, it means a cutting. It cuts into the heart of the matter to bring out the hidden beauty. To bring out what is in the mind of God concerning that matter. So the sound of the shofar is used to enforce the will of God no matter the opposition. You are dealing with issues that seem to be beyond the level of your prayer, the level of your faith. Relax. Sound the shofar. Release the holy sound. Tell somebody release the holy sound. Release the holy sound over the case. The will of God is established and every barrier is broken. In Joshua chapter 6 verse 4 to 9 interesting scripture and seven priests shall bear the ark before the ark seven trumpets of ram's horns and the seventh day ye shall compass the city seven times and the priests shall blow with the trumpets and it shall come to pass that when they make a long blast hallelujah you see two different sounds already in Exodus 19, it was a long blast and then two other blasts. Do you get it? This one says a long blast. And what would happen? And when you hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great shout. So that is one of the responses to hearing the sound of the shofar. When the shofar is blown, you don't keep quiet and be watching. Hallelujah. Amen. When we blow the shofar, you shout on top of your voice to declare the will of God. You shout on top of your voice to declare the fullness of the will, the mind of God coming into full establishment. Hallelujah. You don't stand in silence at the blast of the shofar. Praise God. There are a lot of lukewarm people in church. God said he will spew them out. That means that they are not partakers. Praise God. Silent people are not partakers. You must, you must destroy silence from your life. Amen. Forget about, uh, as for me, me, I'm a silent person. Me, I don't like talking. No, 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 no. Forget about that. Forget about that. Are you here with me? Are you listening to me? Forget about that. It's not about Ahmed. Have you seen somebody in the courtroom and he's claiming for him he doesn't like talking so they should do whatever they want to do? You will be sentenced to life imprisonment. Are you here with me? Yeah. There is a way to respond to things. God says the lukewarm man will be spewed out. That means he will not be a partaker of what is going on in the house. You will not be a partaker of the blessing that God is releasing. When we say God bless you, shout in Jesus' name. When we say God lifts you up, shout in the... Sometimes, sometimes, eh? some Christians are funny. You think you pray, but somebody else who doesn't pray like you is getting blessed every day. 
It is in their response. It is not in what you do in the house and pray. So you think God should bless you? No, their response is key. Their response is your agreement. God will not do anything with a singular person. He will do it in, in the time of agreements where two or three are gathered together in my name. When two or three agree concerning a matter on the earth, it shall be done in the heavens. Your response is your agreement. Hallelujah. So sometimes you might think that you, you pray, you are holy. So you are the one God should bless. God will be blessing the one who is responding. Because he's the one who is in agreement. You will be in church and somebody you think, ah, this guy there, this guy. He's always giving testimony. And God has blessed me with a new work. And God has blessed me with a new job. God has blessed me with, with a, um, a good woman. And I am married. And God has blessed me with the fruit of the womb. And God has blessed me with this. And God has blessed me with that. And you say, hey, so as for us, what are we not doing well? You are not in agreement. That is all. You are not in agreement. Tell somebody, stay in agreement. Stay in agreement. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. You don't need to be encouraged to shout in agreement to what God is declaring over you. You don't need to be encouraged. As I said in the beginning, after today's service, you should be changing. Because the token that God has given you, there is one that you have accessible to you every day, every time. Your sound. But you choose to to, to sit on your sound. You choose to swallow in your sound. And you think it's about seeing. No, seeing. Watch. Keep watching. You will watch people give testimonies. You will watch people get blessed. Because you have refused to release your sound. You are blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Since when it blasted, or when the trumpet sounded, all the people shall shout with a great shout and the wall of the city shall fall down flat and the people shall ascend up every man straight before him and joshua the son of nam called the priest and said unto them take up the ark of the covenant and let seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram's horn before the ark of the lord and he said unto the people pass on come past the city let him that is armed pass on before the ark of the lord and it came to pass when joshua had spoken unto the people that the seven priests buried the seven trumpets of ram's horn passed on before the lord amen they passed on before what the lord but what was the physical arrangements it was the ark and then the priest with the horn but when they were going the bible says that when the priest bearing the horn went they were going before the Lord. I don't know if you get what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. In the physical construction of that strategy, it was a warfare strategy. It was the priest with the horn, seven priests with the horn, then four priests carrying the altar, and then the, um, the priest, the Levi, singing after them, and then the rest of Israel. Do you get it? But when they moved, when they entered into motion, things changed. It was no more the ark of the Lord. The ark actually became the Lord himself. The altar became the Lord himself. When it looks like you are carrying the, 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 the shofar, you are blowing the shofar in a four-corner room as if nobody hears you. All you see is an ark behind you. The Bible said, as soon as you step into motion, you step into obedience, the construct changes. It is actually the Lord that is going behind you. Hallelujah. So we blow it in this place and all you see is chairs and something. No when we enter into the motion 
of the prophetic administration we are before the lord hallelujah we are what before the lord it is just like the tithe the bible said on earth men that die receive the tithe but in heaven god receives them so when i bring it to a man it has not ended bible said that before the lord god receives them all so when you step that is how you 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 prophetically enter into the administration of the tokens it the physical construct is there we teach the physical contract you do this you do that you do this you know but as soon as you enter into motion everything changes you stand before the lord hallelujah and the Bible said, when they blew the trumpet, the people shouted with one accord. People shout for no reason. They shouted in response to a sound that had been released. Hallelujah. You go to the football stage, uh, the football stadium. Every shout is in response to something they see. Are you here? That means that one of the greatest response one of the greatest response to anything and everything that bears eternal relevance is a shout is a what it's a shout it is a shout after today your whole outlook should change in church you should refuse to be silent refuse to be silent sometimes when the word of god is going on you know that, that this this thing that papa is talking about this is me this is me you don't sit down and be looking you don't sit down and be looking at him way like that you sit down you begin to speak he's praying he's 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 preaching to you he's declaring the word of the lord i command these things to come into manifestation in the name of jesus you are speaking forget about the one who is sitting be- beside you it is not his problem because when we come before the lord and we hear the sound especially when it when it is not an uncertain sound we should know what to do hallelujah Hallelujah. we should know there are two ways to hear an uncertain sound either the person blowing the trumpet you don't blow it well or you did not interpret the sound well hallelujah so sometimes it is not the one blowing the trumpet it is the one hearing the sound so most of the time when people are in church they're not doing anything they're not doing anything they don't know how to interpret sound they don't know what because if you interpret it you will know what to do hallelujah certain sounds will require that you get up from your seat and then put a seed on the altar Certain sounds will require that you stand on your feet. I have talked to you about mechanics of prayer. When you stand, certain sounds will require that you stand on your feet. Certain sounds will require that you lift up your hands. Certain sounds will require that you shout in response. So you don't come to church to sit down. You know, that is why a lot of times people complain. I didn't feel anything. You can't feel anything because you did not respond to anything. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. Praise God. Number three, the shofar is used to gather people. It is used to gather people. Gather people. Hmm. Application of the shofar. When the holy sound is given, you gather men. You know the Bible says, you will call and many will answer. If 
the sounds of strangers, they will gather around you because you have called, because of the sound that you released. Hallelujah. And we are getting to that time, preparing the atmosphere, waiting for the green light. We will begin to sound the shofar on certain strategic prophetic days for a continuous number of times. And we are calling for the people of this city, the people of this region. There are certain times you have a case. You see, sometimes you have a court case, you have a disciplinary committee case, something. Something that will demand somebody shows up and talks for you. Something that will demand that people will agree with you. People will gather around you. You might not be able to solicit for their, for their agreement. Sometimes you cannot, you cannot negotiate. You, you know, we call something lobbying. In the world, the world they do, they lobby. They are trying to gather people in their favor so that they can advance a cause. God gives you a vision. But there are nobody, there's no one to surround you to help you advance a cause. It is because you are not utilizing the provision of God for gathering people. Hallelujah. You have a court case. You blow the shofar. Forget. You will be there. People will just, they will have a jury meeting. People who don't know you, they will... They will, all of a sudden, they feel so passionate about your case. They want you to make you. They want you to win. Hallelujah! How many of us remember when David was talking to us over here about the land they procured for their, and there were confusions. He went there in the evening and blew the shofar. They started building. It is it is a spiritual mechanism to gather people in your favor. To gather people in your favor. Hallelujah. Let's read some scripture. Judges chapter 3 verse 27. <clears throat> Judges 3 27. And it came to pass when he was come that he blew a trumpet in the mountain of Ephraim. And the children of Israel went down with him from the mountain and he before them. Wow. When he blew the shofar, Bible said, the children of Israel gathered around him and he led them. Hallelujah. He gathered around him and he led them. My God. He led them. Same Judges 6 verse 34. says, But the spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon and he blew a trumpet and Abiezer was gathered after him. There are certain people that must gather around you to promote your cause. You want to do business. Hallelujah. You, 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 you go to the market. You sit the morning to evening. Nobody is coming. You are losing a sound. You don't have sound. There is a sound you release into the atmosphere. People will go to free all kinds of ghosts. They will be shouting. But your sound is traveling far. Somebody leaves his house. He does not know you from Adam. All of a sudden, whether the person understands or not, the taxi he picks just brings him right in front of your store. He leaves his hands, ah, this is what I'm even looking for. He enters your shop, buys it, goes into the taxi and goes back home. Because there is a sound you have released that is gathering people around you, that is bringing people from north, south, east, west, bringing them to do you good. I pray for you that you will always have people around you who will promote your cause, who will do good to you, who will lift up your hands and show you to the world in the name of Jesus. The sound of the shofar. 
Hallelujah. That is a sound. Is somebody blessed this morning? Number four or number three? Number four. The shofar is used to halt or bring to a stop undesirable actions. It is used to cause to cease any attack of the enemy. Sometimes things can be happening around you, helter skelter. You can't seem to have any grips on anything. The sound of the shofar brings everybody to attention and stops every attack. It has the supernatural capability to stop any attack against your life. To stop any dispute around something you have purchased. You've purchased the land, people are fighting over it with you. You have purchased something, business, somebody is fighting over it with you. The sound of the shofar brings everything to a halt. Calls everybody to attention. Hallelujah. Second Samuel chapter 2, verse 28. There was confusion in Israel. The Bible said, and so Joab blew a trumpet. Hmm. Fighting, talking, Joab came, stood there. As soon as he blew the trumpet, the Bible said, all the people stood still and they pursued after Israel no more. No more. Neither fought they anymore because of the trumpet. Because of the trumpet. Family disputes. My uncle says this, and then my auntie says this, and then this one says this, and I'm not going for this one's funeral, and I'm not going here, and I'm not doing this. And there is there is pressure and unrest everywhere. Everybody hates somebody. Everybody is talking about somebody. You meet your uncle, he's talking about your auntie. You go to your auntie, he's talking about your mother. You go to your mother, he's talking about your grandfather. You don't even want to go to anybody again. There is a way to deal with such issues. Sometimes you can be young. Too young to even call all of them and then talk to them. But there is a superior way to release a sound. That sound will begin to cut into their hearts. Bring everybody to attention. And cause to cease any kind of dispute. Say the shofar. Say it again, the shofar. Another one. The shofar is used to alert and call heavenly participation in the battles of the earth and in the battles of men. Isn't that glorious? With the sounding of the shofar, you call for heavenly participation. It's just like a policeman who has been overpowered. He takes his phone and he calls for reinforcement. The sounding of the shofar calls heaven's attention. It calls for heavenly participation in the battles of the earth and in the battles of men. There are certain times you have prayed enough. It is like it is working, it is not working. How many of us have experienced one of those things? You prayed enough. You, you, you fasted enough. You, begin to, you must begin to engage sound. When you begin to engage the holy sound of God, you are calling heavenly participation. There is a reason why the angels of God are called the host of heaven. Host means warriors. The, the, the category or group of angels which are always ready for battle. We call them the Ishims. How many of us were in, were in Camp 2014? Yeah. The Ishims. Praise God. You don't have to be forgetting these things. I've told you, anything you've heard me preach, it is a part of a big picture. 
you will meet it again. Praise God. Yeah. The Asians, the shofar brings the full attention, participation, the full involvement of the Asians in your case. Hi. Somebody is mentioning your name on, on some altar, chanting your name. Just blow the horn of the ram. Raise the sound of the shofar. He will be there chanting. The next moment, angels are surrounded him. He will be there chanting. People will be there mentioning your name in various places. God begins to show up in places you don't even know, you're not aware of. And he begins to fight your battles for you. Hallelujah. Sometimes you can have five people gather talking about you. All of a sudden, one has changed his mind. <laughs> and the last thing people who have gathered to, to plan something wants is for somebody to change his mind. Change his mind. Then the person will come. Say, hey, these people don't trust them. This is what they want to do. They want to do this. They want to do this. They want to do this. Forget. I will show you what to do. God has already dispatched angels. They are working on your case. Hallelujah. Working on your case. Now, there's some of the things I tell people. When people complain and complain and complain, I just tell them, God is on your case. God is what? On your case. There are people working. Forget about those working. I tell people, the devil at his best could only deceive one third of the angels. If you do mass well, two thirds are still in your favor. Let us agree, okay? Let us assume that all the angels are on the same level of strength. The two thirds is greater than the one third. Let us go into scripture and realize that the devil only took the lesser angels. Then we have higher angels in the higher canopy of the angelic structure. So whichever way you turn it, everything is in your favor. Hallelujah. Everything is in your favor. So forget about who is against you. Forget about who mentions your name somewhere. Who is talking against you? Forget about some boss who doesn't like you. You are crying. You are you are bothered because you are silent. Hallelujah. Because you are silent. Because you are only thinking. You know you are thinking. <laughs> ah, this boss. I'm thinking. If he does this, I'm thinking. Stop thinking and start releasing sound. Stop thinking and start. Bible says day unto day uttereth speech. So you don't give the day an empty space to work itself. Evil will feel it. Evil will feel it. Sufficient in the day. It's the evil thereof. There is no vacuum in this earth. If you give nothing to this day to fulfill for you, the devil will fill it with evil. How do you define your day? Speak! Release a sound. Hallelujah. Release a sound. Let's do some scriptures. In Numbers chapter 10 verse 9. And if ye go to war in your land against the enemy that oppresses you, that ye shall blow an alarm with the trumpets, and ye shall be remembered before the Lord your God, and ye shall be saved from your enemies. Hallelujah. Nehemiah, when they were building the temple and the, the, the walls of of Israel, this is what happened. For the builders, everyone had his sword gathered by his side and so builded. And he that sounded the trumpet was by me, by Nehemiah. And I said unto the nobles and to the rulers and to the rest of the people, the work is great and large, and we are separated upon the wall, one far from another. 
In what place thereafter ye hear the sound of the trumpet? Resort ye therefore unto us. They were building. Praise God. They were building. And the next leadership training we'll be doing, we're doing the building the house of the Lord from the story of Nehemiah. These people were building. But they were building them. Yet by them, they had weapons of war. Hallelujah. So they carried the weapons of construction and weapons of destruction. Weapons of construction in their hands. Weapons of destruction by their side. That one is for the leaders. So pray that you will be a leader so you can hear some of these things. It's a privilege to be a leader in the house of the Lord. Are you with me? But the most important thing, Nehemiah told them that this building is great and we are separated. Maybe some people are here. Some people are also in Tishi. Others are in uh, Tema. We are building the wall. So he says that those with the trumpet, they are with me. So when you hear the trumpets, wherever you are, in Teshi, in Tema, in uh, Kaswa, in Takrade, hallelujah, in Zenu. You see, that is the wisdom behind um, meetings that bring every branch and every church together. When you hear the sound, everybody come together. We build separately, but there are times we come together for a specific sound. Amen. I bet you didn't know that there could be a scriptural parallel to many branches coming together in a meeting. But here is it. That's what the leaders I'll show you. Building the house of the Lord. Praise God. I can teach you many things to the end of your life. Praise the Lord. You are blessed to have me as your pastor. You should be proud of me. Because you won't get such a pastor anywhere. Praise God. Let me, let me blow my trumpet small. You won't get such a pastor anywhere. You know what it means to travel and still come home by midnight. Sleep and still wake up and prepare message and come and preach and you are blessed. You know you know some pastors around this time they are still on itinerant mission looking for honorarium and big seat for their pockets and they entrust the sheep to men who don't even have a word and when they go people don't go to church don't you see some of them you are blessed and you should be proud of your pastor hallelujah he said that when you hear the sound wherever you are come to us and God will fight for us. Hallelujah. Come to us. And God will do what? Fight for us. The blowing of the shofar. Engages heavenly participation. In the battles of men. In the battles of men. Finally. The shofar. Is sounded. To engage the resurrection power in the life of God. The shofar. Say the shofar. It is sounded to engage the power. The resurrection power in the life of God. It brings dead things to life. It does not matter what is dead in your life. When the shofar is released. When the sound. The holy sound is released. Even the dead hear the sound. 
and they come back to life in first corinthians chapter 15 verse 51 to 55 behold i show you a mystery we shall not all sleep but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye in the last trumpet for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed for this corruptible must put on incorruption and this mortal must put on immortality so when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption and this mortal shall have put on immortality then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written death is swallowed up in victory O death where is thy sting O grave where is thy victory at the sound of the shofar there is resurrection at the sound of the shofar whatever is dead rises back to life at the sound of the shofar where there is hopelessness corruption the bible said that corruption is swallowed in incorruptibility mortality is swallowed in immortality that means that anything that has the potential to expire all of a sudden is respiring hallelujah the shofar brings to life you remember ezekiel 37 let me end here the prophet the bible said and the hand of the lord was upon me and he lifted me in the hebrew construct the prophet ezekiel had dreadlocks and the bible said that he was lifted by the locks of his head into the valley and it was a valley that was full of bones and then he said that what are they said they are bones and the voice spoke to him and asked him can these bones come to life the prophet in his wisdom that is one of the things you must apply in 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 pastoral counseling sometimes you are tempted to have an answer by yourself but in the smartness of the prophet he said only you know god only you know god there are times we must deviate from what we have been taught and the processes the the norm and then switch because anytime god asks a question you must know that he's not looking for an answer he's looking to show you a new thing there's only you god know and he said you are right i am the only one who knows i'm going to show you a new way of bringing life he said prophesy unto these bones release a sound on these bones i declare over your life whatever is dead whatever is not responding it could be your work it could be your desires your career plans your relationship your family your your expectations whatever is not responding i declare over it by the holy sound of the lord that it is coming back to life it is coming back to life it is coming back back to life it is coming back to life in the name of jesus it is coming back to life somebody lift up your voice and begin to speak begin to release the holy sound of god release the holy sound of god release the holy sound of god we would love to have you fellowship with us. You can locate us at the Shalom Motors Junction, Lashibi, of the Ashaiman Nungwa Highway for a Sunday Glory Celebration Service at 8 a.m.